So let's get into our municipal watch feature then. Today we're looking at the Beaufort West local municipality. Let me welcome the mayor of the Beaufort West municipality, Quentin Lowe. Uh, Councillor Lowe, good morning to you. Hi, good morning. Um, good morning to your listeners. Thank you very much for the opportunity. James Brandstein is the spokesperson for the MEC of Local Government Environment, Environmental Affairs and Development Planning. James, good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Hello, Kathy. Good to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity. Sure. So, um, um, Councillor Lowe, let me begin with you, right? And there are a couple of issues that I think it will be important for us uh, to work through. You are the leader of the council in Beaufort West, and yet you're also currently undergoing a court process where you have to answer to charges of tender corruption. Yes, Kathy. Um um, you got me now off guard with that one because I thought uh, in the briefing that I got that um, we'll discuss the AG matter and also the report uh, that emanates out of it. But um, yes, there was a case open. The, the case is actually subject case, so I can't go into much of the merits of the case. Um, but the timing of it is suspect. Um, um, but I do not at this stage want to get too much involved in it. There has been a long, outstanding investigation that um, started somewhere, I think, in 2019. And um, yes, where we are now, the case the cases in court. So, so I know that we are talking about reports and service delivery, and it's difficult to separate the two because you are the head of the council in Beaufort West and therefore and the kind of charges that you are having to answer to have very much to do with tender corruption in your municipality. You would know, um, Kathy, that by law, um, councillors are not involved in any appointment of any service provider or contractors. So that in itself, um, and you will now actually um, force me to get into the detail of the case, because by that time, I wasn't even a councillor in Buford West on the appointment of that contractor. But, um, you know, uh, the law, and I think South Africa, the constitution is clear that anyone um, is innocent until proven otherwise. And I'm just glad that this case will now eventually go to court where I will have the opportunity to state my side of the case. The issues that emanate from the case that are important for a municipality that has currently been placed under partial administration, which has also big issues of mismanagement of money, is the the fact that, you know, there are big questions about whether or not just even this, if we look at the case that's that's before the courts, right? It's about um, allegations of an illegal and irregular awarding of a contract, and it was uh, in relation to the upgrading of roads in in one of the areas that that fall under the Beaufort West municipality. Now, has it been? such situations that have led to the municipality finding itself in the financial position that it is in today, where it is out of funds? No, I I think you have to separate the two. Mm. 
however you, you are inclined to twinkle it now, um, the appointment of a consultant or, the, or a contractor um, on itself does not have bearing on um, the, the money spent in terms of our um, operational methods. Remember, um, we rely a lot on MIG funding, and that mismanagement of that fund, we, um, I'm saying we, but actually the administration has to account on on those to to national. Um, all um, municipal infrastructure grant money, you have to account to that. The mismanagement that you relate to in terms of Section 159B is not um, actually administration. It's a recovery plan that is here to assist the municipality, and it, um, it actually compiles of three components, which is national treasury, which in this case has been led, who has been led by uh, Mr. Jan Hati, and then the provincial treasury, Mr. Savage, David Savage, and then our local administration. So the mismanagement and the problems that we have emanate from historical um, issues that and the situation that we are currently in is due to decisions that the administration and council took at that time. Um, we have uh, those evergreen contracts where a person was appointed for maybe 10 or 15 years. And what we now have discovered under our new administration is that some of these contracts were to the detriment of the financial situation of, of the municipality. And, and I can give you examples that, um, that actually is, is, is relating to that. Um, so the mismanagement was mainly due to decisions that were taken in the past that were taken that did not help us um, and, and, and did not actually protect the interest of the municipality in, in some of those contracts. So, so, so um, Councillor Lowe, you are saying effectively this financial crisis that the municipality finds itself in today is an inherited problem and yeah. that your being in office has nothing to do with the fact that you know the municipality finds itself in the situation today. Yes, yes. Let me give you let me give you some examples and also to the listeners. Um, we are, we are now being held by the provincial government and we welcome that support. Um, one of our contracts that we are currently under review is the one of the water uh, reclamation plant, where we have established through a triple P uh, partnership that we should actually. Um, recycle our water and then put it back into the system for, for um, portable use of households. Now, what we've discovered is that we've spent about 500 plus, um, about 600,000 monthly on that plant, and you can imagine what that that will uh, amount to in a, annually. So we, we we are actually buying our water back um, from a service provider that is in partnership with us uh, at the more expensive you know, price than that we uh, get from other sources. Um, that contract was actually um, established in 2011 already, um, and it's a 20-year contract. Now, just think for yourself what, what that means on, a, on the operational budget. 
Um, another one is that on our ESCO Morkavlo, that is the one that is most talked about. We are currently, um, with our current account, we are paying monthly. We are honoring our commitment, and our monthly bill um, on ESCOM is about 9.9 million rand. Um, we've, we've made a commitment to pay the arrears, which is about 1.1 million rand. That is our commitment, and it, that uh, in itself gives us a total of about 11 M. Um, so for us, to survive, it means we we have to meet at least the 9.9 million rand in terms of our collection, and we are not even 50 percent sure. for that one. So, 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 so those are the those are the type of of problems that we have historically um, in this municipality. And, and 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 I take the point that you're making that they are. These contracts that have come about is is the is the validity of those contracts in question? Is the way in which they, those contracts were procured in question? Yes, definitely. Um, under our leadership now, we've asked um, the CFO and our MN to to highlight those contracts and to bring it under the attention of the province and national treasury. To review it, we are currently also renegotiating with those service providers. We had several meetings um, with them, and um, um, we don't find it kind that taxpayers' money, you know, under the previous administration was spent in such a, such a, a way. So, um, we, yeah. are, we are here to rectify that. So, so here's part of, uh, part of um, the, the, the issue then, Councillor Lowe. All of these things that you have pointed to that you say you inherited as the current mayor of Beaufort West is partly part of what you are being called to account for before the courts. Because when we look at the nature of investigations that are being done by the Hawks um, into this contract, 600 million uh, rand worth of, of contract, no, no, no. or no, rather 600,000, 600,000, yes, sorry, yes, yes. 600,000 worth of a contract, right, that yes. took place before you were even mayor. So to the extent that the allegation is now against you, and, and I hear you on the other contracts that you are also looking into, but does it not make you in some ways part of the problem. I don't know if you hear where I'm coming from here. Let me try to assess you, Kathy, mm. um, because you, you keep on uh, referring to this um, consultant or contractor uh, that was appointed. Remember, uh, uh, in this case, um, consultants on this, specific on roads, were appointed over a period of three years. And I think that is the case with this person also. Um, no counselor, and this is not to recuse myself or anyone else, no counselor in any municipality authorized payment. So if the 600, allow me just to finish this one, if the 600 was uh, in one invoice, then of course it would raise eyebrows. But you must remember that there's a service and department that actually motivates why payment was done on invoices uh, provided by the service provider. Now, that happened, I would presume, more than once. Um, and then you have your accounting officer, you have your municipal manager, and all these different um, authorities have to give the heads up 
before payment has actually been done. So I don't know actually what you are asking where the mayor or any other councillor would sit on any of those authorities or have the authority to authorize payment based on invoice. Remember, we are talking about senior managers who are skilled and competent and are getting paid to do a job. So the 600,000, however it has been paid now in the public domain, was not a once-off invoice. And, 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 yeah. and Councillor yeah. Lowe, both you and I know that how the system works in reality, I hear what you're saying, but how no, the system how the system works is a lot more complex than that because we have had instances of people who have made payments to irregular contracts. I mean, look at the digital vibe scandal um, and have acted so because they were being pressurized politically to do that. And, and so are you saying that in as far as you are concerned, there is no case for you personally to answer to. And this has very much to do with your offering to the people of Beaufort West as, as a okay. mayor. It's not yes. a good look to have a mayor who moves from council to the courtrooms to answer for, for corruption. No, no, no. I agree 100% with you. But let's start again, Katie. And I think you will appreciate the fact that I said at the time of the appointment, of this contractor or consultant, I wasn't even a counselor in Bovedress Municipality. Um, I don't want to go into the merit, but you keep on hammering on this one, so I'll have to, I'll have to provide some clarity on the matter. I became a, uh, the mayor or the deputy mayor in Bovedress in 2019. 2019. Now, and I think it was around about August somewhere. So. That is itself, I mean, this person was already in the system before I started here. But, Kathy, um, as much as you, as you are now inclined to ask questions as relating this, to this particular consultant, I also have to tell the public that both the West Municipality um, was run in a way that brought problems to the fore now that emanates from a very, very... Um, strange way in the administration in terms of contractual obligations. We are currently sitting also in a contract, and I know you don't want to go into there, but I must tell taxpayers where the money is spent. We, um, we, 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 we find that our contract between the municipality and, and a service provider on traffic fines is to the detriment of the institution, where the, the maybe in this case, it looks like the service provider is doing 10% of the work, but gets 50% paid on the revenue collection. And the municipality provides the infrastructure, the human resource, and everything, um, and actually does not get that reward in the return. So um, I can go into more than that. There's a rental agreement where I've never heard that you give six months notice to cancel a contract, you know, and then another six months. Um, just to, 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 to notify that you are no longer. So you actually have to, to give the person 12 months notice just to get out of a rental lease agreement. So those are the ones. There are more. There are places where we are buying water from, which was previously the property of the municipality, where we now are buying water back from, the, from those guys. 
So, Kathy, what I'm trying to say here today to you and the listeners is that as, as much as there's now emphasis on this one consultant, which is if there were people that were doing wrong, they have to account to it and they must be brought to book. But I think the problems of the West municipality, and it's clear now, um, is far more deeper than um, what, we, what we thought would be. I'm only, I've been only being in this office for two, three months as the mayor. I am thankful for the assistance that we get from the provincial and national government. On, on our turnaround strategy, we had a thorough workshop and a thorough document that speaks to how we'll turn the situation around. And the signs are there okay. that we are improving and that we are doing better. And I, whoever is getting back into council after the 1st of November, would have a good plan to work mm. on. And if they continue on this, on this road, they will turn the situation around. And they don't have to take popular decisions. Sometimes, um, yes, we, we, we do know that there's elections, but they must stick to what we've agreed upon and, and, and not bloat our organogram anymore with new workers and not go into new contracts that All will right. be to the detriment of, of our municipality. And Le- let them yeah, sure. count to the taxpayers. Let them account, and that will help us. All right. Uh, Councillor Lowe, I'm going to pause you right there. There's still plenty of time for you uh, to to make your contributions. Uh, James Brandt-Stein is the spokesperson for the MEC of Local Government and Environmental Affairs. James, perhaps from your perspective, what has led to the state of the Beaufort West municipality being what it is today, especially the financial uh, challenges that it's facing. Hi, Kathy. Uh, thanks uh, again for having us uh, on your show. Uh, I think that some context perhaps might uh, might be useful. Okay. So, 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 James, let me do this then. Let me just yeah. take the 11.30 news headlines. I'll give you a chance to uh, to kickstart what you want to say after the headlines so that I don't have to uh, interrupt you in between. Luanda Maume is standing by. It's 11.30. All right, so we continue the conversation. It's Municipal Watch today, and we are looking at the Beaufort West local municipality. We've been speaking to Quinton Lowe, who is the mayor there, and we'll be in conversation with James Brandt-Stone, who is the spokesperson for the MEC of local government. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can call us on 011-714-2006. What is your experience of service delivery in that particular municipality? Do you have any concerns about what is happening in that municipality, especially given the financial challenges that it is facing? I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006, on the WhatsApp line 0614-104-107, and on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. So, uh, James, you were kicking off with the context that you believe is is important when looking Mm. at the situation in Beaufort West. Yeah, hi. hi hello again, Kathy, and hi yes. to the listeners. Thanks, mm. thanks. So, uh, 2016, let's just go back to before the last local government election, uh, August 2016. Um, the council was already in, in disarray, as has been indicated uh, to some extent by, by the mayor. There were severe financial challenges. Um, there was a previous political party in charge of the council up till that point. 
Uh, in August 2016, with the local government election, there was a change in leadership in the council. There was a new coalition formed. Uh, so Beaufort West, West has about uh, 47,000 votes. Uh, it's got 13 seats on the council. Uh, so one party in 20, uh, 2016 got six seats, another party got six seats, and another party got one seat. So a coalition was formed between two parties. Um, the provincial government uh, was then allowed... Uh, so how oversight works is, you know, we can't just go in and say, show us your financial accounts. We've got to be invited by the council. So following 2016 August elections, the provincial government and the provincial treasury was allowed to go in and have a look what's going on. Uh, and we, we came up with, a, we did a high-level diagnostic assessment of the municipality at the time. This was in 2016. Uh, we came up with the integrated recovery plan. This was signed off by the municipal manager at the time. Uh, several high-level officials were deployed to the municipality to assist uh, the, the municipality with this uh, recovery plan. Uh, and, and, you know, following that, uh, at, the, at the time, there was a severe significant uh, water and significant ESCOM debt. Um, which had been run up over a number of years by the previously elected council. Um, but this was reduced over the years thanks to this integrated recovery plan. What happened in 2020, there was a, another change in the leadership of the council. The coalition changed and a new coalition was formed. And ever since then, I'm afraid uh, the integrated recovery plan has gone off the rails. It's not being implemented anymore. The ESCOM debt has spiraled out of control once mm. again. Um, and, you know, frankly, it's very concerning at the moment is the, the council has adopted an unfunded budget uh, for this latest financial year. It's just an example of, of some of the challenges that do occur. So um, that's that's to give you some of the context uh, of, of what we've what what we've seen. Mm. Do you think that the situation that they, they're in now, had they followed some of the earlier interventions that we would not be sitting where we are today. Look, uh, we don't, you know, it's, 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 it's obviously impossible to know for sure, but mm. so the situation was certainly being turned around quite rapidly. And an example would be the ESCOM debt. So it was, it was reduced significantly. Uh, and ESCOM wasn't threatening to cut the lights off in Beaufort West, for example. But that's a very real likelihood at the moment because of the significant uh, increase in debt that's uh, been run up ever since this uh, uh, plan that has been well, that was put in place has, has pretty much been stalled. Um, so it, it is difficult to say, but uh, you know it's not we, you know provincial treasury, uh, prov- uh, provincial department of local government. It, it was a multi, you know a whole bunch of people went in to help this municipality. But pretty much the bottom line is. You know, we can we can we can help you. We can assist you, but we can't do your job for you. Uh, and if and a lot of power still resides within the council. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, in my in in my view, certainly, you know, the the change in 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 leadership in 2020 brought to to a standstill the program that was certainly on track to bring greater stability. I, I, I suppose one could say to 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 a council that has been under. You know, in in dire straits for a number of, of of years. How would you say that that happened? The change, yes, the change in leadership and um, how it stalled this progress. Uh, you know, what is I, what what, what, what is would, the view? 
I, I, I would leave that for political people to respond to, Cathy. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tread into those waters. Thank you very much. No, no, no but James, surely I, I imagine that from from the part of um, the intervening body, if I can call it that way, as the provincial department, um, there must be a sense of these are the practical and administrative problems that are emerging in this municipality. And I would think that there's specific markers that you're looking at that show either progress or um, a, a sense of digression where, where things are not improving. So, so if you're making that statement, are you speaking just from um, observing? Is it just anecdotal? Or are you saying it based on how the council, how the municipality itself has actually been performing in terms of the deliverables? Look, I can just speak, you know, based on, on what, what we've experienced on the ground. Uh, the, there was a, 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 a critical turnaround plan put in place in September 2016. It was followed. It was implemented. It was managed, you know, the, the debt levels were, were managed downwards. The service delivery was continuing as it should. Um, and this came to a halt with a change in the leadership in the council in 2020. And that's a fact. You know, unfunded budgets were being passed for the latest year. We've seen negative audit outcomes over the past uh, two years. Um, the recovery plan meetings, which had been on track and being held regularly as per agreed back in 2016, was stopped. So implementation of projects, uh, traction was lost on that. Um, uh, the, the, uh, you know, significant lack of ownership to drive projects on a political and administrative level um, in the municipality has as, as, as put us back a, 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 a ways, I would, I would suggest. So, so just, you know, based on our experiences, it would appear that, it, that the change in, in leadership in the council in 2020 has had a significant impact. We'll continue our conversation and give Councillor Lowe an opportunity to respond to what you're saying. I'm sure he also has uh, a bit to weigh in there. For now, we'll take a quick break. We'll continue with our Municipal Watch feature after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue with our Municipal Watch feature. We're looking at the Beaufort West uh, local municipality. We've heard the view then of uh, the spokesperson for the MEC of local government in that particular province. Uh, Councillor Lowe is the mayor. Um, Councillor Lowe, do you want to perhaps respond to what James was saying? And if you can maybe speak about you know, why it is that once, you know, there was this change of administration in 2020, mm. suddenly mm. there seemed to be um, a, a digression in terms of the outcomes of the municipality. Yeah. yeah. No, I think at the, um, at the first thanks um, from the MEC's office, and I think we must get our dates first in order. Um, 2016 years, the recovery plan was there, and I think the, the person that led that team was the previous uh, municipal manager of Lanesburg, Mr. Peter Williams, and we had it for that period until 2017. Now, early 2018, um, the coalition talks between the um, Karoo Democratic Force and the Democratic Alliance, when AYA and KDF were then moving towards the African National Congress. 
That in itself, and I know this is politics and I don't want to throw change um, um, into this, that in itself led to the withdrawal pro, from the provincial government. They withdrew the team of support and, and, and until mid-2018, July 2018, there was a, a dysfunctional um, council because um, councillors were then in court based on the change in government. So for that period, um, there was actually no executive that could keep the administration accountable. Then in June 2020, and there was no, there was no hidden facts about the financial state, status of the municipality. It was not hide from, from anyone. In 2020, the previous mayor, um, an old constable, then wrote to the MEC and the premier asking for support and a diagnostic um, um, investigation into the financial situation of the municipality. Um, the MEC actually never responded on that one, and we we were left, you know, to our own to our own demise on that one. A second thing that I think uh, a factor that I must mention here is that, you know, Kathy um, and listeners, we you can't run an institution, especially a local municipality, without senior management. Since 20, late 2017, we we had a vacancy of um, our municipal manager. We did not have a, a director infrastructure engineering. We did not have a position for a CFO. No one was employed in that one. And even the electrical services. So you can imagine uh, what that what bearing that had on the municipality um, in terms of its operation. Um, and it also showed in the report that came out of the AG, you know, so that in itself put the municipality in a very difficult situation, um, and the administration suffered immensely because no one was taking ownership, you know, um, in terms of in terms of our finances. But it 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 still doesn't fully explain why there then is this situation that we are in today, uh, post. Um, post this this transition, or are, are you saying that effectively, when the transition happened, uh, things had gone so wrong that there was very little that could have been done to save it? No, no. What I'm saying, Kate, is that you would remember that in the Western Cape, and I think we are the we are actually an example of coalition government. Mm. Um, when whenever there's a change in government, it it has do have an impact on how um, the new party is being accepted, you know, and what type of support then goes to that municipality. I must say it. Um, so, Bobot West in itself, um, being under the um, leadership of the Rural Democratic Force and the African National Congress, means there was a new uh, coalition which were not kind to the provincial government. And um, it was not taken kind, um, of, and, and, and for a long period we, we struggled on our own um, to actually to actually make, to keep the the, the ship afloat. Um, so, we, so, so, are you saying it, it took some time to get support from the provincial government? Yes, yes. yes. Why do you I think said, that is? 
I remember I said that the previous mayor wrote already in 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 in, in June 2020 asking for for support because by then uh, it was clear that we are having financial difficulty with with, with, with in the municipality. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I don't want um, to play the blame game here. Um, there are really difficulties for the municipality which they have to face. Um, and I gave an explanation on contracts and contractual obligations and so forth. But also, you would find that um, we don't get the same support like other municipalities. For instance, um, a year back or two years back, also municipalities were, were helped, was helped by, by, by the province in terms of the ESCOM billing account. You know, um, I know a huge contribution came from the province. Um, we are here in central Karoo, in the heart of the Karoo, where the natural element, I mean, clearly uh, points to the fact that we, the environment is conducive for renewable energy. But we are not on that list of municipalities uh, um, earmarked by the, by, by the province. You know, you'll find Swartland, Telemos, the more affluent municipalities might get that type of support. So, yes, at some stage we did feel like the stepchild. Um, in this province, um, but we 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 are clear now that um, all partners um, need, and that is why I'm so thankful for for what has happened over the past few months, where we actually we've we've um, filled in the the vacant position of the municipal manager. We've appointed a competent CFO. We've accepted the, the turnaround plan and also the recovery plan that has now been endorsed um, by the province and nationally. So we are on the right track. Um, it will take a while, um, but clearly the signs are there that, mm. that we are moving in the right direction. James, let's talk about this financial recovery plan that um, has been devised alongside with the, with the help of the Treasury and the kind of impact that you believe it's it's going to have. And, and just this partial administration, what does it mean to be under partial administration? Uh, thanks, Cathy. Um, perhaps just a question uh, to to the mayor. You know, just a question as to. I mean, he, he confirms that the the municipality hasn't passed the financial budget uh, for the last year, and certainly that would not be a provincial department's uh, responsibility. I just yeah. also want to respond to another point that the mayor did make about a diagnostic assessment uh, that they that the, the new leadership and council asked for. So. Um, a diagnostic assessment was done for the for the new leadership of the municipality. It was just never tabled before the council. Of course, uh, you know, perhaps the mayor would explain why that happened. Uh, this uh, provincial government has done uh, uh, three diagnostic financial diagnostic assessments of Beaufort West Municipality over the past four years. So certainly, uh, you know, insinuations that we haven't been providing assistance, I think, is is, is incorrect. Uh, people understand Beaufort West is a very dry area. Over the past five years, we've spent about 21 million rand in ensuring that no community in that in that area runs out of drinking water. So certainly, you know, uh, I don't agree with any uh, insinuations that we haven't been providing support or that we've changed support because leadership in, in the council has changed. That, I don't think there's any evidence for that. In fact, the opposite. Uh, again, the point being that, you know, we can only provide assistance and support and plans 
but we can't do the job for 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 council. Uh, when you, when you speak about a, a coming back to your question about a, a partial a partial administration, so it you know it, it is it is very challenging and very tricky and very difficult to place a council under full administration. It's uh, it's 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 also very difficult uh, because of separation of powers between the three spheres of government. Uh, to go in and impose yourself on a council, so you know it's, it's not an easy process, and it's also certainly not one that we want or that we'd like to do. So often, what happens is there there would be a request or there would be a form of a partial administration in Kanaland, another neighbouring municipality to Beaufort West. There's a financial administration on, ongoing at the moment. So so th- that means that you would the, uh, uh, there would be a senior official deployed. Uh, who would then take control of the financial aspects of a municipality while the council continues to to do the normal regular day to day job so there would be you know aspects of of the, the the management of a municipality where there would be some form of 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 more support provided through a partial administration if that makes sense to you mm. and the financial recovery plan that is being that is being used as 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 a roadmap roadmap effectively of trying to help this this municipality uh, its finances recover are, are you satisfied that this will be the right plan to to address the financial problems the municipality is facing well again you know a plan is only as good as its implementation um, I suppose that's that's where where it's where you know where it where it, got, where it rises and falls. But based on the previous plans that 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 was put in place for Beaufort West, that was being implemented for a number of years, we saw the progress. We, I mean, the the evidence was quite clear uh, as to the targets that were being achieved. You know, you can't just have a plan and then suddenly all your problems go up in the air and there's no problems, there's no uh, inherited debt anymore. You've got to manage. It's like your credit card that's out that. You know that's in that's been maxed. You you can now go and see a financial advisor, and he says, you know, you've got to stop buying, you know, whatever Woolworths food for the next six months. Just buy, you know, whatever food uh, for the next six months, and you're going to have no more debt. But you've got to then stop buying Woolworths food for the next six months, and then you've got to manage that debt. So there are plans in place at the moment. The financial recovery plan is being developed by National Treasury. National Treasury, upon the request of our provincial executive in the Western Cape for this municipality. And we certainly hope that once it's been finalized, you know, it, it will be imposed on the municipality and it will be binding. And we just hope that they will stick to it and that, that the people in Beaufort West will, you know, see, see some greater stability over the longer term. Uh, Councillor Lowe, your, your own response to that about... You, y- yes, you can go for it. Yes, thank you, Kathy. I, I realize that at some stage, I also need to bring the CFO to this conversation. But just to respond, maybe, on um, what James has said earlier, he's right. You need, you need political stability. It does have an effect on, 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 on the municipality and on the administration and the willingness to commit. And therefore, um, we, we are very thankful that we've met our financial commitments for the past few months. Um, we've appointed a CFO. She's now in, um, in post for, I think, about five months, the same with the director, infrastructure, and municipal manager. Those positions are very key um, in terms of service delivery. Um, you can't have a rotation where every three months you have a new CFO, and that is what happened in both of um, But we, we are glad that 
we we now have permanent permanent staff members at least on a contract for for the next four to five years. Um, let me ask the CFO just to respond on issues related to the budget because this is not something new. Um, CFO. Hi, Kathy, and good uh, morning to the viewers. Yes. I think on the issue of the unfunded budget, as the mayor has said, this is not uh, something new for Beaufort West. It has been coming on for years. I think on the diagnostic report that James was referring to, it was there since 2010, as far back as 2010. I think also provincial government then maybe has taken some time to bring that to the attention of the municipality and ensure that they enforce the financial recovery plan that has been brought to book now. But subsequent to that, we have drafted a budget funding plan with the assistance of provincial treasury, and that was tabled to council, and it will be implemented in the adjustment budget. And we have cut some of the expenditure as, as the municipality to ensure that we deal with the unfunded budget that was presented by treasury. Thanks. And, 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 and I mean, was there any clear reason for why council passed an unfunded budget? Remember, remember, council is not drafting a budget, but administration is drafting that particular budget and is bringing that to the attention of council. When, when that was raised in the draft budget that was tabled in council in April, we cut the budget. Uh, but then province came around to say, they do not think that a collection rate, remember we don't anticipate 100% collection rate when we had done our budget. We did not anticipate that. I think we anticipated 90%. But province came back to say, still we don't think of a post you'd make the 90% collection rate. However, reduce your collection rate to 85%. That is what has led again to our budget being unfunded. So we've cut that budget down to say work at 85%, but we need to work up to 88% when we adjust the budget. So those are the technicalities that came about, the unfunded budget and, again. And, and, and as far as implementing the recovery plan that has been um, developed uh, alongside the Treasury, I mean, do you, do you believe that that will be done without interference and interruption and that there will be commitment to that recovery plan? There will be commitment, but remember, you you don't know what's going to happen come 2nd of November Mm. 2021 in terms of the new council. But with the current council, there is commitment. We are implementing our plans. As Mayor has said, we are even honoring our commitments. Remember, the recovery plan is still in progress because the Treasury must still give us the status quo of their assessment in all the documents that we have given them. And that is due for submission to us in January. So it is still not a final document. It is, we've got a checklist of documents that we need to submit, we are, which we are submitting from time to time as they request documents. And we are submitting to Treasury proof that we are paying our commitments, which we have done with our five major creditors. We are proving that to Treasury. Thanks. Okay. All right. I think we are going to leave it there for today. Because Jesse, could, could I just yes. jump in very quickly? Yes, sure, uh, sure, just a com- uh, Just, just a com- to correct uh, the CFO very briefly, point- uh, indicating that the province, provincial government didn't indicate or alert them to the unfunded budget situation. I mean, 
every CFO and municipal council understands that there are certain cut-off dates uh, provided by National Treasury by which time a, every council must have a draft budget completed and then have a final budget uh, implemented. So that's nothing that the provincial government can do or not do. That is just uh, national government mandated rules and deadlines by mm-hmm. which one needs to adhere to. And then the last point I just wanted to make, the the current speaker, the current mayor, and uh, the mayor of the Central Karoo District Municipality are currently under investigation by the Hawks. Uh, we currently have a coalition in charge of, of Beaufort West. This is just for further context, uh, similar to the now leadership that, that led up to 2016. Uh, that, uh, it's just context. It's not... It, it, it's providing context to the issue about instability yeah. and the challenges on the ground. Thank Look, you very much. James, All right. Th- thanks James, for that, James. And we did touch on it. Yes, Councillor Lowe. James, I could not. Kathy, let me just get this one. I, I respected James until this point now because now he's becoming a politician. And James, you were here as an official. Um, remember, all of us clarified this in the beginning of the interview, the status quo of the case and where the merit of the case is. And remember, it's up to decay now. In your closing, you want to get in a bite on this one, which is actually very cheap um, to do. I think, James, let us stick to the facts. We've got a plan. There's commitment to implement the plan. Um, we are not unique. We've also experienced, as all other municipalities, the effect of COVID-19 and what it has on our staff. You right. will not. Uh, you will not. You will know that we are not unique to this um, situation. We did not foresee that the impact it will have on human resource and human life, and also the operations. We had to give policy to that regard as well. All right, but Councillor Lowe. We're going to have to leave it there, unfortunately. But, yeah, I suppose, uh, you know, James is just raising a point that, that I was trying to clear out with you earlier as well. There, there's no way that you can have a mayor who's facing, you know, corruption charges in the court and still have uh, things function optimally within any municipality. It's just after midday. Let me hand you over to Sakina Kamwendo, who's coming up with the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon.